This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome into Players Only with Chiefs Radio Network color analyst, Danon Hughes. Nice slant route. This is a business decision. You know you're going to take a lump. And former linebacker, Sean Barber. There's a thing called street justice. You take care of yours. Yeah. You take care of your family, take care of your chicken, take care of your money. <laughs> On your official broadcast partner, the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. What's good, Chiefs Kingdom? We are back. Sean Barber, Danon Hughes, players only, back in the building, extended for another week. Hopefully a couple more weeks as well. And Barbershop, good to have you back. Glad you're not playing hooky this week. I ain't even on my phone. I'm not, I ain't worrying about no fantasy lineups, man. This is I'm locked in, man. Locked and loaded, ready to talk some Buffalo Bills, ready to talk it up, do what we do, man. Good to have you. Julio's back, and I'm Danon Hughes. We come to you each and every week, every Thursday night during the Chiefs season, when we are brought to you by our friends at U.S. Bank. Whatever your passion, U.S. Bank can help turn it into your next pursuit. We got the Jay Southland Tow Service text line and the phone lines open, 913-576-7610. If you've been with us for the last oh, couple of months of the season, we got the Time's Yours segment, and we're going to have that open and live for you in part in the second quarter of the show as well as the third quarter of the show. But in this first quarter, like we do all the time, we got to recap this last week. Now, Barbershop, I was conflicted in preparation for this show as to how much time we wanted to spend on the Pittsburgh Steeler game. Hmm. Because I kind of feel like, you know, we need to have, maybe we need to adjust our segments to us and them. And what I mean by that is because you get into the playoffs and it's, you know, win or go home, we got three upcoming opponents, potential upcoming opponents for two games. All three have uh, beaten us during the regular season. Like, I feel like the transition during this time of the year needs to more be more about us and what the Chiefs are and then having a whole separate conversation about the Chiefs' opponents. Your thoughts? I mean, I'm game with that, man. Listen, I'm always about trying new things. Uh, if it doesn't work, then we won't do it no more. But You didn't try new things with Carrington when you Rafiki him every every Thursday before That's, the show? That, that means you didn't listen to the show because I, I, I told myself and I kept my word that I wasn't going to Rafiki him the entire show. You just changed the words. 
I listen. <laughs> you just changed the words around. You said you you learning him something. See? Taught him something. You taught you teaching him, him something. I was, I was becoming a teacher. I was not correcting him. He said, like, "You was about to Rafiki me. You gonna correct me?" I'm like, "No, well, yeah, no one's correcting." What's anybody. the difference? Correcting is done with a red pen. Teaching is done with chalk. So when I'm in front of the classroom teaching a lesson, a philosophy about <laughs> football 101, that's me being Rafiki. That's teaching him. Sometimes things come out of his mouth, and I got to correct him. That comes with a red pen. Like, no, man, you wrong. You were wrong about the Raiders. You were wrong about the Chargers. Chargers. You was wrong about every other team you tried to throw up. The Patriots, each and every week during the season, he tried, he tried to crown them as being the number one team in the AFC. Um, luckily, he's seen the light, and he's not crowning uh, the team coming to Arrowhead Stadium. Well, I'm glad you don't have to come in players only. You have to teach or correct anybody because I'm already an A student. Oh, I, I mean, we got to look at the transcript for that. I think <laughs> that Iowa, Iowa Hawkeye transcript might might say differently. I don't know. Hey, I was a yeah, yeah. summa cum laude. Oh, okay. That's what my that's my story. I'm sticking to I it. I think you was some come lately. <laughs> you was the one that sometimes you didn't come you at all. Ah oh, man, come on! I'm just talking about class. You was late to class, man. Come on, man. I attended all my classes. I was a st- good. Why well, you had to? St- you had to stutter. I was, say, I was about to say straight A, but then I knew that wasn't true. So I had to say I was a I was a good student. He was a good student. I attended all, right. all my classes. I believe you. You believe me. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. All right. So this Pittsburgh Steeler, we have to recap that game because I thought, you know, obviously there were some aspects of the early part of the game that were concerning. And I, and I don't know if you agree with me or not, but I kind of feel like I think Carrington might have even said it on Twitter uh, during the game, right after the game. I'll give him props for, for planting the seed. But I kind of feel like maybe this team, if you look back at the 2019-2020 run, uh, the playoffs, uh, they, their abilities to come from behind and putting themselves in predicaments where they have to come from behind, maybe they are just a team. Like, we should just accept that they want to see – maybe they need to see their blood first. Mm. Like, you're in a fight, and you you slap boxing somebody, and they get a good lick in, and you you touch your lip, you got a little blood coming out the corner of your lip, and then all of a sudden it's on. Maybe, just like there's a lot of people say, we need to run the ball, we need to run the ball. Maybe we just need to understand that this team is a pass first, run second th- game, uh, organization. That's their approach. We need to live with it and not beg for anything different. And then at the same time, maybe they're just a team that needs to kind of taste their blood on the corner of their mouth before they really start throwing haymakers. I had no problem with that. I mean, I think that's – that's if you look at the games, that's kind of how it's been played out on the field. Um, having the uh, ability to do what we did, you know, obviously going in the second quarter and then, you know, coming the second half. Um, most people say, well, why didn't we play that way from the beginning? Why did we play that way right from the first quarter? What, what do we – what were we doing with those first couple of drives that were stalling out? And I, we, we keep going back to this, this, this process that, you know, our offense goes through where, you know, we, we, we create a first 15 based off of what we know about the Pittsburgh Steelers, how mm-hmm. they played against us weeks ago, which was a whole lot of zone, zone pressure, like almost no man. Yep. And then for the first quarter, it's 90% man. man. It's, it's straight. For most of the game. Yeah, high school man, like mm-hmm. like straight one orbit, went like <laughs> dropping single a single safety, single safety yep. uh, cutting every crosser, um, you know, eliminating, using the rat coverage to eliminate the cross. Like, and, and I think it just kind of was 
are, are, is this really who the Steelers are going to be for the whole game? And it took us a while to say, I mean, we got answers for it, but do we really want to show it right now? And then it wasn't until the fumble happened, defensive score, now we're down. Like you said, we started tasting our own blood. Like, okay, this, they might think they're in this game. And then, oh, so that's how you want to play it. Yeah. Like that's the that's kind of the mindset that comes yeah. out. Oh, so oh, so you want to play like that? You want to hit people with garbage cans, huh? <laughs> <laughs> hey man, a lot of people ain't gonna know where that's from. See, right. Harlem Knights. Oh, you got that one. On, you man. didn't get do the right thing yeah, a few man. weeks come ago, on. but we you get Harlem Knights. Come on, man, let's do the right. Thing. Come on, let's not. I, I had it on the tip of my tongue. Ain't no pictures on the wall, Sal. Ain't got no pictures on the wall. I, I mean, I know all those movies, man. I know all those movies. Yeah, I I agree, man. I think when you you. Look at the takeaways from this past game. I was incredibly shocked that the Steelers opted to believe that man-to-man coverage, single high safety coverage, was going to be the kryptonite to this offense. And I think the Chiefs were surprised as well. And what they showed early, you think about the first play from scrimmage was a strong run up the middle by Jarek McKinnon. And then we went with a bubble screen that could have gotten intercepted, wind up being a tackle for loss that brought you into a third and medium situation that you didn't get on third down and wind up having to punt. There were tendencies, just for the fans out there to to understand, when you go into the game, you only know what your film study and research has told you about the other team. And in those circumstances, it could be, like Barbershop, you've been in the meetings like I have, on second and four or less, this team plays man-to-man coverage 82% of the time. On second and four or less, when you're coming out of your end zone and, and between the 40s, they play 75% man, 25% zone. So when you break the huddle, the, you, don't as, you don't have the leisure uh, for Patrick Mahomes to audible every single play. It's just not possible. There are plays that are called in from the sideline and through the headset that are designed to work greatly against some personnel and moderately against maybe others. And the defense gets paid too. So when those when the slow starts happen, understand from a fan's perspective that it could be, like you said, the first 15 plays are scripted. That goes back to when I played. The West Coast offense, You, we did the first 16 plays. First 16 plays are scripted, but you can veer off of that script based on something that changes, whether it's their personnel, down and distance, et cetera, that you feel like there's a play that could be better. Mm-hmm. And I feel like when you go right from a, a up-the-gut run play that works real hard, people and media and people on the field, okay, let's keep running it. Run it down their throat. Run it down their throat. Well, there was something that in research – they recognized about second and four and less or second and five and less that said in this part of the field, they have a higher propensity to, to play man-to-man coverage. So let's run this bubble screen and see if McCall Hardman can get out to the races um, like, we've seen, like he, we've seen, we saw later in the game when he was able to accomplish that. So uh, I don't, not to you know, downplay or, or, or push down fans and their, their passion and the social media presence and complaining and all that stuff. That's unfortunately to me, that's how some fans actually, uh, they actually like to watch the game. They can complain. That's their entertainment value of complaining. But there's some, there's a method behind the madness 
that I think that should also be understood. From being on the field, the one thing I was, I got to say, I was disappointed in was when we had the opportunity on fourth and one and we chose to punt it to hear the fans booing. First half, I mean, <laughs> not zero, zero ball game. And it's a fourth and one midfield. We didn't, I think it was after the uh, Pringle crossing route did uh, fit. Uh, yeah, good Pringle. tackle. Yep, right. Uh, Fitzpatrick, great tackle right at the sticks, kept us from getting it. Uh, sets up a fourth and one. It's a type, it's zero, zero. Uh, you, you punt it away, let your defense go play. There's no use it. I mean, what do you get another set of, like, come on, man. Like, the, there's no reason at that point to do anything out of the ordinary. And our fan base, the entire stadium, Booed, booing because we're punting the ball. Every drive that ends up with a punt, a field goal kick, or extra point kick is a positive possession, I think, as yeah. far as um, – Well, it's not negative. Game. It's not negative. Yeah, it's not negative. I don't know if it's positive, but it's not negative. But I agree. I mean, and again, fans want action. They want – they would love for there to be never a punt, that you have to go for every fourth down, like it's Madden or something like that, and – I get to see action the entire 60 minutes of a football game. And when you have a wounded duck offense like the Pittsburgh Steelers, like punting in that game was not a bad decision. Going for it on fourth down and giving field position if you didn't if you came up short would be a bad decision because Big Ben couldn't throw that ball 40 yards accurately. Couldn't throw it 30 yards accurately. So why wouldn't you want to try to back him up to the end zone knowing that he's going to have to drive 90, maybe 90-plus yards down the field and the the, the he had a higher propensity of either throwing it to us or having to punt and giving us better foot, field position than driving the entire field to put points on the board and pressure on us. The fact that they they weren't able to do that until late in the game uh, even with the momentum after the scoop and score by T.J. Watt tells you that safe plays that Andy Reid, the decisions that were made in safe plays, the play calling on offense, as well as the opportunities to punt, was the smarter move against that specific personnel and that specific team. Well, always, and, you know, you can always hindsight second, you know, I, man. Is, is was it hindsight is twenty twenty? You can look back and say, man, we could have we could have put up sixty points. I mean, but listen, you want to win the game and move on. You want to win the game and move on. You want to take what you can, learn from some things, not have to show too much, showing just enough to have the next team have to prepare against different packages and things like that with the uh, McCole Hartman play and some of the things with the uh, Zeus with the pass from uh, Kelsey and stuff like that. So we 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 put enough stuff out there to have the Buffalo Bills have to de- defend everything, mm-hmm. um, but not really risking the victory. And I think that was one of the things that um, I think Andy did a great job of uh, handling the situation and doing what needs to be done to take against uh, to go and compete against a team that you just played just a few weeks ago. Real quick before we go to break, was there any negative takeaways from this game that should be a concern going forward? In your in your estimation, I'm not. Really, I mean, you know what? Um, I looked at the, like I said, I'm I'm all into the 12th man. I'm looking at the crowd. I'm looking at you know. I'm 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 comparing. You know, a few weeks ago, I saw a lot of terrible tiles in the lower level. I didn't see as many this past week. Hopefully, I see even less Buffalo Bills fans. Mm-hmm. Um, so the whole um, encouraging our fan base to keep your tickets, sell them to other Chiefs fans. Don't try to you know, get the top-end dollar and try to go to the New York fan base and sell them to the Buffalo Bills and let them occupy our lower level. 
Um, find somebody within your own area code, your zip code. Find another Chiefs fan to uh, buy your tickets if you don't want them for the lower level. But let's not let other fan bases occupy the sea of red. It's called yeah. the sea of red for a reason. I agree. Well, when we come back, that's the end of the first quarter. Players on this barbershop, and I'm Dana Hughes. When we come back in the second quarter, we're going to take some phone calls. We're going to open up the text line. Remember, 913-576-7610. And we got to talk a little bit more about us. This is Players Only with Dana Hughes and Sean Barber. Thursday nights at 6 on your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. All right, we're back. Players only. Barbershop. That's that mellow music right there. I just want bow, you to know. Bow, bow. I ain't the DJ. Oh, that's my man Joe Maisie. Joe Maze, Leia Center. Always, all day. We keep it true. Keep it blue. Let's you know, you linebackers got to stick together. Always, And man. I'm Danon Hughes. We're brought to you each and every week by U.S. Bank. Whatever your passion, U.S. Bank can help turn it into your next pursuit. We got the phone lines open. I see a couple of guys, Big Jacks and Dan. Hold on for a few minutes. 913-576-7610. Let's tackle a couple of these, these texters. I see the first one that came out uh, from the 913. Glad to have you back, Mr. Shop. We're going to call go? you Mr. Shop. Where did I go, man? Mr. Shop. Mr. Hughes did a, a lot of heavy lifting last week. Thank you I for recognizing that. I called in at the end. I was there. That was the hottest what? moment, the hottest five minutes of the show. Why the- your voice go up high like Mariah Carey? <laughs> That's when you know you're lying. When you go, man, I did what? I, did, I, was, I was here. I didn't call in. Huh? I didn't call in. No, me. I'm just saying, yeah, you... I did a lot of heavy list, lifting. That's that's no, true. I didn't even comment about your heavy lifting. I said I called in for the last. How'd minutes. you say it though? Don't worry about how I there said it. <laughs> facts are facts. It don't matter how you say the facts. Hey, I didn't know you could climb the octave level like that. Man, I got I got genetics, man. I can do a lot of things. You got another one from the eight one six. You can't say that fourth word in there, but yeah, I'm not reading that, man. If you listen, if you put profanity in the text, I'm not read. I can't. I'm not going there. This is a family show. He said, he said Jake Bikina said hello. Hello, Jake. Stop putting the F-bomb in the text thread, <laughs> man. We got to read this stuff. You might catch me slipping one day. Then I, gotta, then I get fined, FCC. And then we got the 316 piggybacking off of my Harlem Knights. Now nah, I've got to cut you. That's the, it's the rules. You didn't even know that. See? Take I, it. You're right. Black I car revoke. Okay. For barbershop. Black car revoke. Take it for the rest of the week. Take it for the rest of the year. I do see one from 620 says that they agree with barbershop talking about how we got to hit them hard. You know, you don't you don't hit them to hurt them. Well, don't hit them to injure them, but you do hit them to hurt them. Um, you got to do what it takes. Um, got to make sure that they don't run the ball with no consequences. So Yeah, there's definitely a difference between being injured and being hurt. I Heck, my kids can echo that. I've talked to them about that since they started playing – AAU basketball when they were five, volleyball when they were five, six, baseball, et cetera. Like, if you hurt, get up. Yeah. If you injured, we'll call a doctor. That's the difference. Also, from the 316 talks about we have to get that pressure right up the middle. Um, I didn't have a chance to talk about with CDOT, but he was asking me some keys to the game and stuff. And I was like, man, this reminds me of one of those uh, Ravens games with Saragusa. Mm. Saragusa used to make it a point early in the game to land, land, land so heavy on the quarterback. Mm-hmm. Take all your win, try to break your – that was just part of the way he used to hit quarterbacks. He didn't care about no personal foul yeah. or anything because he knew if he hurt you – we say hurt, not injured – but if he hurt you in that first quarter, 
it was going to change the whole mentality of that quarterback position, how he looked at, am I going to sit in this pocket and wait for Sarah Goosa to land on me again? Yep. If you get a quarterback thinking about anything else besides the coverage, you've won. Yeah. And that's what we got to do. We got Chris Jones coming to the middle. That offense line ain't seen him yet. They don't, they don't know what it's like to try to uh, block uh, Sack Nation, the president, CEO of Sack Nation. So I, I totally agree with you, and I think that opens a door up for us. Before we get into the them versus us, I think we got to open up the text line. We got to open up the door for, I mean, the phone lines. We got to open up the door for an early entry of Time's Yours. Time's Yours segment. Let's go to Big Jacks on line two. What's going on, Big Jacks? Danny, what's up with it, brother? Chilling, man. Good. Hey, Barbershop, man, don't let him get on you like that, bro. Dang, why your voice go up like that? <laughs> oh, my bad. That's a, <laughs> hey, Jax, that, that's Dana's only go-to. What? If we, if See, we I edit, just did it. If we edit this entire season, you're going to – Where did I go, man? A hundred – there you go. <laughs> now you got, you got the producer. Let Big Jax get, it, get off his chest what he got to get off his chest. I'm sure. I'm just saying, bro. Hey, you know what, man? Bottom line is – this is what the NFL is all about right here. You know, I'm a Chiefs fan, die hard, no question. Uh, but I see a lot of reasons why this Buffalo team is going to be a problem. Not saying that the Chiefs aren't, aren't going to win. Uh, they got to get out here like you just said, Barbershop. They didn't see Chris Jones last time. They didn't see Melvin Ingram last time. They didn't see Travarius Ward last time. Like, they got to do a lot of things on defense. Pat and the boys are going to have to put up points and put up points early uh, in order order for this team to win uh but man this is gonna be a battle man i'm so looking forward to it you can just feel the energy in the city man if they come out and find a way to win this game man and we go into next week headed for that afc championship game uh i just can't wait it's gonna be on fire so man as always i love the show man i'm always listening man i'll holler at y'all later bro appreciate it big jacks appreciate the support and the food for thought i like his input man i like the energy we always get good energy on the phone calls some on the text line as well, but the phone calls, uh, they, they, they get me hyped, man. They get me going. I, this week I kind of felt like, like, like I wanted to be in revenge mode against this Buffalo Bills team. I, like, I felt like a little bit scorned from week five, just how they came in. And I know we'll get more into more about the Buffalo Bills later in the show, but this kind of feels a little bit like a different energy than what we saw with the Pittsburgh Steelers last week, even with the previous runs last year with the Browns and, and you know, the, well, who was it, the Tennessee Titans and the, and the Houston Texans the year before. Like, it just seems more like, almost like a Patriots. Like, mm, Tom yeah. Brady, that whole run that we had with Alex Smith and Patrick Mahomes while Brady was in the Patriots uniform. I think the one thing the Chiefs realize is they internally realize how hard they have sacrificed to get to where they've gotten. And it's hard for them to understand how other teams are being almost given, gifted such respect around the league for uh, beating the Jets twice, beating the Dolphins twice, um, losing to the Jaguars, losing to the Colts, losing to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, so, so some of those, some of these wins and losses that people forget about when they talk about the Buffalo Bills, because the only thing they remember is that short memory mm-hmm. is last week versus the vaulted New England Patriots. Ooh. They 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 didn't punt. They did this. They did they did a perfect game. Uh, did you see this quarterback? He was airing it out. He was putting the ball every place. This man, listen. At the end of the day, the defense played well. 
The field goal kicker got some issues. He got to get off his chest. He's missing extra points. He's clonking it, dinging it. He's getting stuff blocked. So he ain't really on all cylinders right now. So they, he got he coming to Arrowhead with a little bit of he trying to prove something. But the edge, definitely the momentum, the, the coming to the game with that taste of blood already in your mouth is definitely in our favor because you're right. When you rewind that tape to week, fifth, week five, you came in here, ran the ball, quarterback, keep it, first drive, down our throw, kept running that quarterback, and we never made you pay for it. Yeah. And it came back to bite us in the butt at the end of that game. So going into this game, we know exactly what needs to be done. If you don't want that quarterback with, with, with 13 carries, you know, five design runs and another six or seven scrambles uh, for 70-some yards and a touchdown, you got to prove it to him. You got to put him in his place early and often. Every time we see you even thinking about running that ball, we got some, 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 some you-know-what's coming after you. We got some, some, some missiles coming hard to take you out. And I say it in the, so, in the nicest way possible. <laughs> in the nicest way possible. All right, before we go to break, let's go to Dan and KC to end this second quarter of the show man with that super energy. What's up, Dan? Hey, hey, Dan. Hi, Sean. It was a great game by the Chiefs when they uh, came back and beat the Steers and Travis Kelsey before for halftime to make it 21. And then Al, Al Brigetti pushing uh, TJ Watt out of the way. Said, yeah, out of the way. I'm a good score. <laughs> yeah, that's Sean. And I'm going to tell you about the Bills. They're inconsistent, and they're going to get their payback. They lost to the Jaguars, and they lost to the Steers the first game in, in Buffalo. So that's going to come back to haunt them. Now, I'll tell you something, uh, guys. I wanted the Cowboys, and they really let me down. Now I'm picking the Chiefs and Rams. I'm glad the Rams won the first game, uh, beat the Cardinals. But does Kyler Murray get a pass for uh, for his first playoff game? What do you think about that, guys? Dan, the man. Yeah, he always brings it, man. I'm sorry, I don't give any passes. No yeah. passes in the NFL. Now, man, you get passed in college, you can make all these excuses. At the end of the day, everybody knew what date the game was, what time was going to kick off. <laughs> you knew who was going to be across the ball from the you. uniform was ready. Yes, it was ready. It was iron. <laughs> it was creased right. Everybody got. We came out that that that, that tunnel together. Um, the, 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 the Cardinals just, I mean, this is what it wasn't their year, man. They, they went just, to bed. They, they started out strong. They went to bed. And halfway through the season, when they started to have fractures and weakness was showed, they never corrected those things. Those, they kind of acted like people was going to forget about weaknesses that they showed from week eight to 18 and thought that somehow in the playoffs, it was going to just like magically heal itself. And it didn't. Yeah. Yep. It didn't. You can't. You got to be hot going into the playoffs. You got to be. Clicking on all cylinders. Nine and one. And that sounds hot to me. Nine that and is one definitely sounds hot. hot. To me. And we're going to talk about us a little bit more and get to Big T and Rev and a few of these text lines after this halftime break. Where did I go, man? This is Players Only with Dana Hughes and Sean Barber. Thursday nights at 6 on your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs 610 Sports Radio. All right, halftime's over and we are back, Players Only. I'm Danon Hughes. We got Barbershop to my left in here on time today. We much appreciate it. <laughs> I'm not saying anything because y'all going to record it and play it back to me. <laughs> Make me sound bad. Make me sound bad. All right, we got the phone lines open, 913-576-7610. The text line open. We're brought to you each and every week by U.S. Bank. Whatever your passion, U.S. Bank can help turn it into your next pursuit. 913-576-7610. Barbershop, this is officially the Times Yours segment. So let's get to it. We got three guys online. I think Dave, he's been on the longest. Dave, what you got for us? Hey, man, how you guys doing tonight? We're doing all right, man. Hanging in there, waiting for this Sunday to come. Hell yeah. <laughs> Listen, 
the Bills might have beat us earlier this year, but we were minus five of the current players on defense they have not seen before. Also, Jarek McKenna, let's just talk about him for a minute as a running back. He got crazy explosive later in the year. They have not seen that before either. I say we keep with Jarek McKenna. We stay with him because he brought us to the dance. And if we keep pressure on Josh Allen and keep him from flushing out of the pocket and using those legs, we're going to be okay. What say you? Good call, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, I think if we play our game, we'll get to that in the fourth quarter. If we play our game on our home field, um, we don't allow them to start as strongly. Not even they didn't. Not even fast. But if you go back to that Week Five matchup, they started off as the bully. I talked to Dave Toe. We talked to the coaches today uh, in preparation for the broadcast. Listen to us on one hundred six point five, The Wolf. During the game, mute your TVs and listen to Mitch and I and Josh. Uh, we appreciate that support. But talking to the coaches, the words bully were thrown out. The words, uh, you know, they beat us up. It was embarrassing. All of the terms that we as fans likely felt, to me, there's some, there's some power that you're hearing some of those words from inside as well. So I can really appreciate that. I think we'll, we'll have retribution in this game coming up. From the 816, Frank Russell says you're slow, Danon. <laughs> he said he smoked you anytime. Dang. Frank, a.k.a. Franny Russell, uh, the Grand Wizard from my hometown, lives out here in Olathe. Shout out to Franny. And he's faster than you. He definitely is not faster than me. He you can bowl. Know. He can beat me in bowling. I know that. I've seen the videos. But if I start this music, doom, 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 that's Franny. Then Franny's going to start breakdancing on you. Oh, Bay City it. Breakers back in the day. See, now I'm really dating myself. Shout out to Franny. Did y'all use the cardboard? Heck yeah. Straight cardboard? Yeah, we ain't had no money for no linoleum or nothing like that. <laughs> what you talking about, <laughs> man? <laughs> yeah, buddy. Uh, from the 858. Dang, where's that? 858. I don't even know where that is, but we appreciate it. The text, are y'all worried about Fenton being out? I'm real concerned. No, to be honest with you, we played uh, with different corners all year long. People, you know, different people in and out for different reasons. You know, we had to go a couple games without Sneed, a couple games without Ward. So uh, we got good depth in all our positions on our on our team. And that's the one thing that, you know, going through the season, sometimes everybody, like even, you know, Chris Jones being out with some of those games, you win some, you lose some, but it allows other guys to, uh, you know, generate some, some confidence in their play. Mm-hmm. We get to find out what some other guys can do. So now we're at the end of the season. It's a, I mean, every man is up. Everybody that can play is going to dress and be a part of it and give what they can give. Um, and that's how you think about playoff football. You're not thinking about anybody saving anybody for no next week. It ain't no next week yet. You got to create your next week. Absolutely. Let's go to the phone lines. Let's go to Sean and Piper. What's going on, Sean? Oh, this is going to be a great What's call. What's up, fella? Anybody named Sean? It's a great call right Oh, here. boy. Hey, yeah. Too oh, many yeah. Shawns on the show already. Oh, yeah. Hey, so listen, I got a couple points. But first, I think to that caller that called in just a few seconds ago, I think it was just a little bit of a hangover. We had a hangover, man. I was still I was still reeling from that loss in the Super Bowl as well. I think it just sometimes it just lingers a little bit. We had to shake that phone call and get back to business. And I think we did that. Um, but what I wanted to say was this. That I'm I'm on social media, man, and I'm getting so frustrated at these 
these Bills fans, some of the the, the the media, the national media, talking about how the Bills destroyed the Patriots, which they did. But I mean, the Patriots. Let's let's face it, the Patriots are like our Raiders to them. Yep. Tom Brady's not there no more. Yeah, it's not. It's not the Patriots you know, that won all those championships. The, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not. The it's a Patriots. rookie quarterback. Yep. So you know, okay, you expect them to to handle their business. I mean, they did a great job there. But, you know, I, I'm just – I'm sick of it. So, this is what I did. I said, you know what, let me look at some stats. So, I looked up Buffalo against the playoff teams. The play, the teams that made the playoffs this year, Buffalo's 2-4 and four against them, giving up 24.1 points mm-hmm. a game, yep. a defense. That, that would have ranked 24th this year. Our Chiefs, you know what I mean? Listen, let me get, let me get some credit here. We were 6-3. and three. Against playoff teams. That's nine playoff teams you played against. Nine playoff yeah. teams. Come on now. And we had 19.7. That's all we gave up, baby. Come on now. We fourth. Yep. I hear you, man. You preach it to the choir. You know what I mean? And, yep. and, and we got stronger down the stretch. I mean, the Bengals game, you know, hey, that, sometimes that happens. It's going to be a shootout sometimes. Yep. You we, know? Yeah, man. We appreciate that, Sean. You're already my favorite Sean of this show. We appreciate it. <laughs> Call back. We might have you replace the other Sean sometime. Hey, good thing I ain't on here to make no friends. I just know there ain't no, there ain't never gonna be no Danon that's gonna call in. There might be, actually, there might be. You never know. We appreciate that call though. Go back to the text line. Let's see. We said, uh, I think Melvin Ingram. This is Melvin Ingram's first playoff game. This will actually be his second. What attitude? Or this is from the six one five. What do you think? Six one five is Tennessee. What do you think his attitude brings to this defense? Oh, that's too. some spies right there. Yeah. Wait, I'm, I don't I'm trying know to spy we, in on us for the Titans. That. I well, say this. Melvin Ingram is my defensive MVP for the Chiefs. He got that mind I've been saying mindset. that for the last four-plus weeks, and it hasn't changed. He's the defensive MVP for this Chiefs team. He has been an infusion of energy and playmaking that has been, that has been part of transforming this entire defense. So uh, that's where he's at. Let's go to Jamaican Ken. My Line man. one. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, buddy. Some yeah, buddy. Chicken bomber. What up, bro? Welcome back, man. Nobody can do what you can do. Not yes, they can. Man, I love that love. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Show yes, brother sir. some love. It's okay. You were built for that. So yes. anyway, hey, uh, uh, um, let's talk about the, the Chief doesn't need no more distraction to go into this playoff. You know, I know that we, we had a new slash today, but we don't need no distraction. You know what happened when we have that? You know, it seems like we just go under the rug. So let's stay focused. And credit to my score last week. Uh, I had 38-21 for the, the, the Steelers at 21. So my prediction this uh, this week for the Bills, 34-27 Chiefs. Ah, I like How about it. That? I like it. I like it. Appreciate it, Jamaican Ken. We'll see you out at the stadium on Sunday night. After the game. Now, Jamaican Ken, I, I, this, was, this is where I'm thrown off a little bit because I said earlier that I thought the score was going to be 38-27, and you would have thought, Carrington thought I was crazy. What? Barbara, I, I haven't found anybody. I haven't talked to anybody else even close to that score. Everybody thinks it's going to be a one-point, two-point score, maybe a field goal at the end. And then we talked to Jamaican Ken, and he's telling us it's going to be 34-27. Is that what he said? Yeah. 34 that's one a, touchdown. One touchdown. More I mean, than two points. That sound, I mean, that's similar to what I said, but yeah. ain't nobody calling him crazy. You even said you like the score. I do like the score. I, I didn't say nothing about you. We didn't even get to your predictions yet. Oh, that was just foreshadowed. <laughs> <laughs> that's what happens when you're in the studio for two shows back yep. to back. Let's go to Big T. Big, Big T, T from Shawnee. 
Dana, in the place to be. Hey, you guys, I dig you guys. Dane and Barbershop, hell yeah, in the house. So, you know, <laughs> this is the way I'm looking at this game. You know, is, is Buffalo, are those punk asses even ready for prime time? <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. They played against the Jets. <laughs> Indy, they play punk ass Carolina, <laughs> and all these all these little cream puffs. Well, Kansas City's not a cream puff. Are you guys going to be able to to rise to the occasion and 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 not be Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde? That's what I'm looking at this team. And plus, our roster's just deeper. Our talent's better. Yes, sir. We got yes, sir. the king of arms. We got the best trigger man in the league. We got the best coach and the playmakers. And then the last but not least, let's get one thing straight, Buffalo. You have your fans, you call yourselves the mafia. You're a bunch of punk asses. <laughs> All right. We we gotta cut you off. Yeah, one too many. One too many A double S's in there. Yeah, we gave him the first one for free. We man. gave him the first one for free. Then, then gotta, the second one was on you. Yeah, then we had to pay the bill. Yeah, we yeah. gotta pay the bill. We appreciate the energy, man. Was that the choo choo? Choo-choo. Huh? He was about to choo-choo. Oh, Sha- Shawnee, yes, sir. We got Before we go to break, let's tackle Big Al. Big Al, what you got? What's well, good? Dane in his barbershop. What up, though, What's man? What's happening, man? You can call me Al. I just uh, wanted to know your guys' opinion. Do you think uh, Melvin Ingram can bring the eight quarterback pressures that he brought in week one? And with that, I'll give it back to you guys. Go Chiefs. Yes, sir. We appreciate it. Go Chiefs. I think Melvin Ingram can do whatever Spags draws up for him, yeah. and then some. I've seen some plays in Barbershop, you know from that linebacker position, there are some plays he's not supposed to be where he is, but he's got instincts. And what we're seeing is the other guys around him are playing off of that instinct. Exactly. That's how the scoop and score happened in Denver a couple of weeks ago. That's not a play he's supposed to make. Usually see that outside linebacker, two-gap, a tight end, overpowering a tight end, two gapping, and then taking away the outside so that the ball carrier can't bounce outside. But he slipped him inside because he felt something. He had an instinct. That's a different nuance to this defense that he's brought to the table. So I wouldn't be surprised if he fools Josh Allen into a pick, you know, maybe picking off a, a, a screenplay, uh, making a big hit on Josh Allen. Uh, we'll get into the keys to what we think – is is necessary for success, but I would not be surprised at what Melvin Ingram brings to the game this week. Melvin Ingram is a bad man. He plays with a chip on his shoulder, amount of aggression and attitude that that you love to see out of a ball player. Like he said, is legalized balance. That's what week one, the first time he got to Kansas City, they asked him about his love and his passion for football. He's like, man, I, I legally get to go out here and be violent. That's what I like to do. Yep. So you, they question it. Don't question his passion. You know, he ain't worried about who the opponent is. He wasn't worried about whether it was the Steelers or the Chargers, any other team he used to play for. What's the next team we playing against? That's the team I'm prepared for. That's my focus. And I think from an experience standpoint, he's showing as a veteran, he's showing how these, uh, how to be a, a professional. Yep. It's different than being a pro. Yeah. Everybody gets a check. You're a pro guy. You're in the NFL. You're pro. But to be a professional, you take care of your business. Like we said, take care of your chicken. Control what you can control. Eliminate the distractions. And Andy Reid is phenomenal. He's phenomenal at, at, at creating an environment for guys to just focus up on. So yeah, um, And they ready? show up each and every week. The, the real professionals show up each and every week. And I think that's permeating through this locker room. And we've seen it in the production and in the wins. All right, that's the end of the third quarter. When we come back, fourth quarter, we got to, even though we've been talking about this Bills team, we got a few keys to give out to y'all. We'll talk about it next. 
This is Players Only with Danon Hughes and Sean Barber. Thursday nights at 6 on your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs 610 Sports Radio. All right, we're back. Fourth quarter of the show, Barbershop, and I'm Danon Hughes. Players Only as we just a few minutes away from shutting it down before this crucial divisional round playoff. We're brought to you each and every week by U.S. Bank. Whatever your passion, U.S. Bank can help turn it into your next pursuit. We appreciate all the callers that we got, and I think that's a record that we had in regards to calls in a one-hour show. We got a lot of text line action as well. We'll try to tackle some more of that. Uh, We basically have gotten off of our script over these last few weeks in regards to first quarter, second quarter, third quarter, fourth quarter. And that's actually a good thing. So I appreciate it. Playoffs. It's the playoffs, man. Yeah, that's your voice right there, Barbershop. That's that's how you sound it. 913 from the 913. This is my favorite hour of the week on 610. You gentlemen do a great job. Called us gentlemen. I like that. And I've learned a lot from the unique perspective you provide. Thank you for doing this for the Chiefs Nation. We appreciate that shout out. Very thorough. Very nice. Called us gentlemen. I like it. And that's what this is all about. I say, I this is three, year, of, three plus years old, Barbershop, and we just bring a unique perspective. I saved some of my truest, rawest feelings and emotions for this show. Like, so, right, literally, if somebody asks me what is the score of the game, I, I try to respect the Bills by saying 27. But if you ask me what do I feel like the capabilities of this team in Arrowhead to see a red when things get jumping, the th- I feel like we're going to come out the gate and get on with them. 17 to 7 at halftime or something like that. And then I think in the third quarter, we're just going to take off. I think it's going we're going to be sitting at 38 and they're going to hope to get to 20. Like the end of the score is not going to dictate how, how, how one sided this affair is. And I, and I know that doesn't, too many pundits believe in the Bills for that to be a, 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 a consensus thought. But I don't believe there's a team left in the AFC that can. Stay with us. Like yeah. I, I believe that our best is so much better than everybody else's best. If we play uh, uh, eight out of ten, if we play anywhere uh, uh, cl- uh, close to our A plus A game, everybody else is struggling to even keep up with us, no matter how good they play. And the naysayers out there, you know, if I was playing devil's advocate, naysayers, well, they already beat us. All three teams left in the AFC have already beaten the Chiefs. Well, they beat a different version of the Chiefs. They beat you know, a Chiefs team that was not where we are now. Um, you, you didn't know, have some of the huge assets on the field playing in those games. Yeah, you know who plays their best in Week Five? The Cardinals. Yeah. Do you want to be that? T- like and, <laughs> and the Chargers. That, that's who. That's who. That's who. In the Raiders. That, that's who's playing their best in Week Five. When, when in Week Five you look at the power pole and you see the Cardinals up top, you see the Raiders up top, you see the um, Chargers up top. These are all the teams that people say, "Man, you look at the first five weeks there. They're you know they got all three phases." No. I'm sorry. There are teams that are better than them teams that are just working on other things. They're, yeah. they're, they're, they're evolving into what you see now is how you end a, t- a season, a 10-game stretch going 9-1. Mm-hmm. You look at any other team left in the AFC, and you, you show me a 10-week stretch where they've shown that kind of dominance, that kind of dominance. And it just in ain't the NFL. There. It yep. ain't there. So I'll say this. I'm going to go quickly with mine, us, and them, starting with them. They're a team that has been phenomenal on defense. They've been extra phenomenal in first quarter and third quarter defense, giving up the least amount of points in those two quarters than any other team in the league. You can see the stats that they're tops in points per game, you know, uh, yards per play, 
yardage, etc. Um, they came in in week five with the express interest of announcing their presence with authority. You look in that game, they had 10 penalties, probably should have had 20, but they decided that they were okay with wearing those penalties early in the game because they knew that the officials would not call it the same late in the game. Mm -hmm. Uh, I thought that was a genius move, but nevertheless, what they were able to accomplish that they got us off our, on our heels, got us off kilter just a bit, got us frustrated early in the game. They got a pick six, had a fumble recovery on special teams, and they wind up winning 38-20. to 20. Now, us, we are a different team right now. Uh, we have some revenge in our mind in regards to that embarrassing loss in week five, one of two embarrassing losses this season between them and the t- Tennessee Titans. And just like in 2019, We had the same taste in our mouth when we lost to the Houston Texans and we lost to the Tennessee Titans and we were able to have retribution to get to that Super Bowl. I believe that's the case here. What about you, Barbershop? Real quick, you got 30 seconds. Keep it quick. Keep it simple. Effort and attitude. This team is made for the playoffs. It's super bound, bold, super bold bound. (laughs) Got me a little confused, but I got it straight. That's what we do. We got our mind made up. We got that Mamba mentality. Our guys, we do what we do. The defense going to bring it. The offense going to score. Special teams play like you're special. We got playmakers going to make plays all over the field. One, two, three, playmakers. All right. And that's Barbershop for Julio in the booth. I'm Danon Hughes. We expect, fully expect to be back here next week talking about another trip to the AFC Championship. And I'm going out on a limb and saying, It's going to be another trip that's going to have to go through Arrowhead because I believe the Bengals are going to beat the Titans as well. But we'll be back. Thanks for tuning in for Players Only. Peace. This is Players Only with Danon Hughes and Sean Barber. Thursday nights at 6 on your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs 610 Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.